What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we happily talk about the top 8 to 10 wide receivers, at least in the eyes of most analysts, in the 2020 NFL Draft. There may be some surprises, maybe some uh, downgrades on the way. So Back Row Fantasy Show starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Hey, oh, it's the Back Row Fantasy Show again. It's me, Bark, as always, and to my left is Arms, as always. Good morning. Mostly. And to my right is Hux, as always, mostly. Hey, what's up? And sometimes it's not even me, mostly. So, you know, always, mostly, eh, I don't I know. I was going to say always. Sometimes. We all miss a little here and there, but we did not want to miss this one. Yes. This is our wide receiver show for the 2020 NFL Draft. We're going to go through what a lot of folks believe is the consensus 8-10 to 10 guys. And there's some surprises in it for me, but one thing you can say about this class, while it may not look elite immediately, it is deep. It, I don't think it's elite. I I think it's I think it is deep with potential number one wide receivers and deep with potential number two wide receivers. Yeah. I think when you get to the number three guys, guys that project as a three in the league. We're talking like 30 deep before it gets to three. So um, I was watching randomly watching a video uh, earlier today just as we're going through our, our looking for highlights. And I happened to notice that uh, they were they talked about the most wide receivers ever taken in a – and I believe it's in the first round. Right. And it was – I want to say it was the 2004 uh, draft. Now, the receivers taken – so you got Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Hall of Famer, first ballot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Roy Williams. Oh, man, he was something. Reggie Williams. Okay. 
Lee Evans. Lee Evans? Yep. New York Jets? Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, buddy. Lee Evans? <laughs> yeah. My, Michael Clayton. Wisconsin? Yeah. Lee Evans? Okay. He had a good, yeah. he had a good, pretty good career. Did he? Yeah. So, Michael Clayton, let's see, we're, there's another one in here. And Lee? Michael Jenkins <clears throat> from Ohio State and uh, went to the Falcons. And number 31, you had Rashawn Woods hmm. from Oklahoma State. I haven't heard. You know what? So literally, the the people. Whenever the second best receiver in your draft class is Michael Jenkins, yeah, you got kind of a shit draft class, dude. I now I now remember. I mean, Lee first Evans. round anyway. I do too, actually. Some good stuff. I remember him. It's one of those names. Me and Neil. Neil came over yesterday. We're working on. I'm going to do a shameless plug real quick. We are working on the back row network. So what the back row network is going to be eventually it's going to be a, it's going to take a while because you don't just find 32 solid podcasters in a day but we're going to take all 32 teams each team is going to get their own back row show back row dolphin show back row raiders show you're not running it but back row bills show possibly with hux we'll see how it turns out we'll oh, see how might, if he doesn't do such a good job so the pressure's on the pressure's on um i might take it over so we're going to do all 32 of those shows and Neil came over. Neil's heading up the Back Row Patriots show. This is just something we want to show love for our teams in a very Back Row way. We also want to show love to podcasters of uh, the future and podcasters of now. So if you think that you have what it takes to run your team's Back Row show, by all means, hit me up at bark at backrowfantasyshow.com or hit us up on Twitter through DMs or any other place that we are on social media. And let me know because... The the applications, which are voice clips, are coming in. They're, I'm really excited about every single show currently. Dan Rozier is doing the Giants. He's a writer for us and going Love for two. Dan. Dan's amazing. Uh, got some great kids to do the Cowboy show. I'm really pumped about them. So if you want to do your team, go ahead. Give us a call. Give us a, an email. Anyways, so Neil comes over. We're doing the Patriots show, and he mentions Mushin Muhammad. How long has it been since you heard that wow. name? It's been a little while. That When you said Lee Evans, I thought, I was just talking about guys that we forgot about, like Mushin Muhammad, Lee Evans. The list kind of goes on and on. Keenan McCardo gets forgotten oh, about. Oh, yeah, Jaguars. I mean, Jimmy Smith. guys. Also that, Jaguar. Yeah, guys with, that put up big production that we just kind of forget about. And, man, this wide receiver class Derek, Derek coming Mason. in. Derek Mason, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, but there's there's so many good wide receivers in this class. I'm pretty pumped about this wide receiver class, especially for fantasy purposes. I the the crazy thing about this class is I, I will honestly say I think that there is more talent well, there's more wide receiver talent definitely than that two thousand four class that somehow got seven people in the first round. Yeah. But uh I I could the problem with it there's so much talent, some of these Guys, in most years, it would be a first or second rounder. Might slip into the late third. Like, that's how good this class is. It, it looks great. I, I mean, there's guys on my list that I know are probably early third round picks. Well, maybe not. Top ten, they might all go. They should all go in the first two rounds. But there's going to be value everywhere. What's one? And, uh, ah, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Antonio Gandy-Golden. A guy that we're high on that we're probably not going to talk about much. You might have him on your I've list. i got a little but, bit, but... There's, there's going to be the sleeper episodes of this show are going to be worth a listen because it's going to go deep. We've still got a month, almost two months to go to get these guys 
their proper due on the show. But, man, I am, I am beyond excited about this wide receiver class. The running back class is great. The quarterback class is great. But when you're a fan of your favorite football team, knowing you could get a guy that could start for you in round three, four, maybe even five, <laughs> so, pretty exciting. As a Raiders fan, I'm sitting here, with, like, I think we've got the 12th pick and then you know, I want to say we have another. You know, I know we have another one in the first. I want to say eighteen-ish, 18, yep. and then I believe we've got our second. So I'm sitting there like, man, could we get Jerry Judy and maybe come back in the second round with, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know who's going to fall because it's kind of like pick your poison. But could a Justin Jefferson fall to us? You know no. what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, I get, you, you get no, my no, point I get, though. Yeah, I get what you're if that's not what somebody, you know, not the flavor of the day, if Michael Pittman, Jr., one of those yeah. guys, I'm just, wow. Yeah, I know. And, I and love it. Like the Dolphins, one of the last things they need, honestly, because they need everything so badly, is wide receiver. But I'm like, do it, could could we maybe add a guy like a uh, kid from Penn State, Hamler, KJ Hamler? Could we add a guy like that at at the end of the second round, early third, or the possibilities are kind of endless yeah with and this i mean class this is one that i'm uh, the type of class i don't feel like i'm going to look too much at draft capital right landing spots going to be huge because yeah. there's so many talented guys in this class <laughs> that being said should we go ahead and dive into them i i, I i'm curious to see see how excited i am i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if if we have a consensus number one that being said hux yeah I think you're the only person. You're the only person that we were wondering is. on. So who is your number one? Uh, Jerry Judy. Okay, yeah, it's, it, a it's a consensus. He didn't even one. have to look at mine. No, and I, he already I know knew. That. I know that. I mean, Arms loves it's Alabama. Close. I mean, he'll he's going to stay number one for me. But it same. You yeah. can probably make an argue. I can make an argument for there's arguments. Lamb. Oh, yeah. Probably the only other person I can really argue. But for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of see it sort of similar to the quarterback situation. You got. Two clear-cut guys, and the wide receivers are kind of the same. There's two clear-cuts, but it, I don't think the it would The tiers shock. aren't as far say, apart. Yeah, no, they're that's not. what I was going to say. Yeah. You don't have like a 1 and 1A one and then like right. a, yeah. I'd be happy with this guy if I couldn't get those guys. It's right. like, man, and they're right behind them. And there's multiple guys on down through the top mm-hmm. 10 that will not surprise me if they're better than both of those guys, Judy and Lamb. So, Hux, obviously Judy's your, your guy. What's your thoughts on him? So I'm going to run through just his stats. Six foot one is what he measured yeah. at. Four four uh, five forty, thirty five inch vertical. I mean the kid's explosive, fast. Um, here I'll just go ahead and give you what what I think. He's a smooth route runner. He's a good route runner. That's the best that's route big, runner in the yeah, class. Say, that's the best thing about him. But I don't think he's Calvin Ridley smooth. I, my comp to him, I do. My comp to him is it's close, but I think I think he's AJ Brown. I don't think he's that strong. I don't think he's that. I, I think Jerry Judy is a is Amari Cooper at his best. Man, Amari Cooper at his best is one of the best in the league, though. What about? I know. I think Jerry Judy can be that just because he. What about a Reggie Wayne type? Uh, I think he's a better route runner than Reggie Wayne. I, yeah, I think I he's a better route runner than Reggie Wayne too. Pretty pretty. Old. Of, He's a great. Yeah. He was a great receiver, but he was more of a. To me, what I remember watching him, it was a lot of you know posts, a lot of flags, because you have Marvin Harrison running the routes. Yeah, I'm willing to say Antonio Brown 
is the kind of level he's on as far as getting open. Man, that's pretty lofty. I'm throwing it out that's, there. I'm I, giving you AJ Brown, and you're you're raising me. <laughs> I'm raising Brown. Yeah, I, like, I can't go there. I, can he get there? Yeah, he's probably that's most what, likely I mean. to get there. His his route running ability could the sky's the limit when you can run routes that well. I, I I'm with you. Um, that's what I look for. Number one overall, like can a guy run routes? With efficiency and elite style to get open, is he going to be a hundred catch guy? Jerry Judy's ceiling is a hundred catch guy, yeah. so, so I can't I can't not compare him to greats like that. So as I put down like him and Ridley, they literally graded out the same on NFL.com. They exact same grade. Uh, Ridley ran a four four three, had thirty one inch vertical. Like I said, um, Judy four four five, thirty five inch vertical. I think the difference is where I, I give Ridley the route running. I think Judy's a better deep ball threat. I, know, I agree with that. I know he's not faster, but point zero two is... That's why I like the Amari Cooper comparison yeah. a little better, because Cooper can do Ridley things, and he can get deep, too. Yeah, and Ridley, don't get me wrong. Ridley is faster than him, but it's just the Jerry Judy, the jump. Like, that extra four inches is going to be another jump, and I think he's a little an inch taller. I mean, those things matter. Those things add up. When you yeah. add four inches jumping, being an inch taller talk wingspan these things start to add up all of a sudden to go from a really really good guy to a great guy yeah i mean his like we already talked about his route running he's a guy that can play it outside and in he can you know he's he can do both and absolutely and he he's one of the best off the release the only knock i really had on him he might not be you know, he's not the most physical guy but you know that he can still i mean he's gonna win contested balls i mean he's gonna I agree with you, but if you look at a lot of the receivers in this draft class, I, I will. Uh, th- we I have the same complaint on for most of them. It's like they yeah. get hit, they go down. You know, now, I mean, it, it it is what it is with them. So I think we were all pretty much in uh, agreement. He's one. CD Lamb two for everybody. Uh, consensus yeah. number two for me as yeah, well. He's I number mean, two for me. He's uh, he he's I. I don't even know. If I was to grade Judy like a 9.1, C.D. Lamb grades at a 9.0 on a scale of 10 for me. So I feel like we're kind of in the same boat. So to, to roll out the stats, 6'2", so he's an inch taller. He ran a 4.5 instead of a 4.45, so five hundredths of a second. Right. Um, had a 34.5-inch vertical, pretty damn close to 35 inches. 124-inch uh, broad jump. Uh, I don't. I didn't write down Judy's. I don't think he did, or maybe he's a little bit lower. Um what my notes on him like he just un- like he understands coverage so well and he's he, a little bit stronger yeah. than than Jerry Judy yeah, i mean is. there's there's things that could possibly elevate him to a better rookie year than Judy you're right so and there's it's hard to make comps on some of these guys cuz i mean there's there's differences there but they're both extremely desirable in the draft so the guy who's He's very difficult to man up based on you know size, speed, strength combination. But okay, so we're going to run a zone to try to stop him. Just watch his film; like he will just stop five yards behind somebody, and he's found. Yeah, you know, it's he always finds the right spot to be in. Right, and and he he makes great decisions at the point of the catch. I mean he he's a good decision maker even after catching the ball. Like I yeah, don't know about is. the size, but he is deceptively strong. So. Yeah, and he he's great after the catch. So I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft, soft, strong hands, and you can play him anywhere. He's that guy you can line mm-hmm. up all over the field to make mismatches. He's not simply outside. He's not simply slot. 
you can put him anywhere. You can rotate him all across that field, and he's going to produce. I 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, it's my only knock is it's not really a knock, but he's he doesn't have like the greatest you know top of the line speed. But I mean, it's it's plenty enough. Yeah. To, I mean, he can still hit a home run, you know. Right, and yeah. like Mike Orvin said, you don't need that top no, of the line speed. I don't know how much faith I want to put. No, I do. There, he's right. There are a ton of wide receivers in the hall that weren't burners. We didn't always, you know, look for just the burners. That's why on this list, I got a few burners knocked down a few spots. But real quick on Jerry Judy, I do want to add he's kind of got that stop and start ability mm-hmm. like CD Lamb. His route running, we said, was great. His hand He's a hands catcher. I love, I, I love the way that he reaches out and plucks the ball. Him and C.D. Lamb both rarely body catches. So just wanted to add a few notes there for Judy. He is a little slender. I'd like to see him get a little stronger. Uh, C.D. Lamb, opposite. I mean, he's rocked up for only being 190 pounds. I, I love both these guys. I think they're both top 15 picks, and they, they both should be top 15 picks in the draft. They will be. I feel, feel like both of them also did a real good job of just flashing their hands quick, if that makes sense. Yes, they both have fast hands. Just all of a sudden, the, the ball, it, it doesn't. It literally looks like it's going to hit them in the face. They get the hands up and, and back in. Oh, and they're, pluckers. Yeah. just Mother pluckers. Just getting it at, getting a ball that doesn't look like they're even close to catching it, and they've got it, and, and just it, pick up speed. I mean, they're, they're gone. Other pluckers. Anything else to add on C.D. Lamb? I mean, it, it's it's hard to fault these guys. I, I mean, C.D. Lamb's not if he, as good of a route run, runner, but, but it's hard to fault him because he's pretty. <laughs> he's really listen, close. He's yeah, really good, he but not as good means nine point oh versus nine point one. Right. I mean, Jerry but, Jerry Judy's the clear best route runner in the class, in my opinion. And Lamb is close. There could be close. arguments about, hey, this is what he was asked to do, find the spots and get right. you know, it is what it is. Right. But I'm gonna be honest with you, if 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 the Raiders take C D Lamb, I prefer Judy. If they took C D Lamb and that was the first receiver off the board, I'd be like, All right. Yeah, it doesn't, I'm not mad. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, seem yeah, like it would shock me at all. I wouldn't it wouldn't bother me one bit. I no. mean I'd prefer the one, but yeah. Yeah, it just it does not seem like you can go wrong with the first two. Yeah. So that being said, can we go wrong with number three? I'll let one of you use guys. I'll let one of you guys spits it out because I got a surprise. Man, I think my I know you guys are gonna bash me on this, but I think my number three is gonna be Justin Jefferson. Me, I'm not bashing him. This this is this is where we go haywire. So go ahead on Justin so Jefferson. Six one. The dude plays like he's six four. I I it shocked me to see him at six foot one. Uh, had four four three speed, thirty seven and a half inch vertical, one hundred twenty six inch broad jump. I I get the knock is like his tape doesn't look that great, but it, I felt like he was always open. But is that the scheme? Is that having a great quarterback and a solid running back? I I don't know. But we can't just knock the kid because he might have had these you know these other factors that made him look. Oh, better. I can. And I mean he had I, I believe. 11 touchdowns. I want to say he finished number two in the country and, and receiving touchdowns this year. The guys I mean, put up the production. Man, he just I, – I love the way he looked on film, and he tested even better. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll hate it. Yeah, I like him. He's he's my number four, so, I mean, I, I mean I'm right there with you. Well, here we go. Let me when, turn – Once I say six – I well, genuinely, the way he kind of plucks it out of the air, genuinely – I was shocked that he was only six foot one. Let me Bob Seeger. And I, okay, and I, I was probably, sure I, had that I probably will bo- drop him down now that I think about it because I'm just I, I wasn't prepared to rank. I was prepared to just talk. I think I do have him at four. 
Let me uh, sorry. Let me Bob Seeger you because I had to turn the page on this one. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I apologize a little bit. He's my number nine. Hmm. He he is my number. Well, you clearly nine. Blind. You don't even know what you're looking at. No. He's my number nine. I here. Listen, not, nothing. He does a lot of things well, but I didn't see anything jump out at me like some of the other wide receivers that I watched tape on. Did you see all the touchdowns? Yeah, That's I did. Nice. I also saw Joe Burrow with perfect ball placement. I saw an offense that got him wide open because Jamar Chase, do you think Thaddeus that, Moss, uh, CEH. L- listen, I, you I don't just, think any of that had to do with him getting himself yes, open? Yes, I do. Here's the thing. These top eight, nine guys are all very close yeah, together. I'll, I'll, buy that. So, I'll buy that. So when I say I don't hate you putting Justin Jefferson at four, I truly don't. Just my personal preference, I saw eight guys that I think might be better pros by a little. It's really splitting hairs. But Justin Jefferson, nine, I didn't get that excited watching the tape. I got excited about Burroughs' ball placement. I got excited about the way that offense opened up the field. And I got excited about the way he goes up and, and can get it and make some crazy mm-hmm. catches in the end zone. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's got great hands. Hey, I great, could be yeah. wrong. I'm not, but I could be. We all could be. <laughs> but, I mean, the only reason I got Justin Jefferson at nine is because I did get enamored with some guys, and I saw some things on tape that just bumped him around. And, again, to be clear, the top eight or nine guys, mm-hmm. I think once you get past those first two, are are kind of interchangeable so Justin Jefferson's my nine. Uh, he does have a big catch radius. I, I do love that. He was always open, but mm-hmm. sometimes he was so wide open that it just made me question. I don't, there's no way that's all him. Like he no, was you're so, right. so wide open. And that offense just, I feel like that offense made it happen for Justin Jefferson. A little bit of a late bloomer too. So I worry just a little but that doesn't mean I don't love him. If Miami drafts him, color me enamored. But because I'll be I'll be pumped. There's just a few guys I like more. Production seven for them, to be several exact. years doesn't necessarily you know what I mean. Look no, at Odell Beckham Jr. Look at you know Landry. It, production doesn't necessarily one to one translate into what's going to be successful. I get it. Again, I'm splitting. And he's hairs. not. And he, by, Justin Jefferson is not the perfect prospect. I'm not oh, no. making that argument. No. So. But yeah, you're and you're right. Whenever you say that, a lot of these guys are fairly interchangeable. There, there are, there really is. There's a lot of guys that are super interchangeable. But I'll get to why I got Jefferson knocked down to nine. Again, it's not a detriment to him, so to speak. It's more a testament to this class. Do you have anything to add on Jefferson Hux? No, I mean I may have him. Like you said, these guys are interchangeable. Some of them. So I mean, he could very well drop. He's not moving up anymore. Four is the highest I'll have him. He could yeah. very well drop two or three spots. Yeah. Um, well, and, and lane, mean, landing spot could surge him up my board. Yeah. So, but as far as like, you know, if I'm looking at my team and thinking what, you know, at what point do I want to draft Justin Jefferson? It's after my first eight are off the board. Yeah. I mean, and him running a four four three at the combine impressed me because I, he doesn't appear that fast on game tape. So, Definitely. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, so it's possible he was that open, but I just I'm not buying it right well, now. Well, for six foot one, he has a massive stride. Right, you know what I mean? That, like that, I that's I guess part of the reason why I thought he was six four. Like he looks like he's making humongous steps, but it's apparently he's ninety percent legs. I mean, whatever it is, it's working for him. Right. 
ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns. So ton of yards. So I don't think he'll be. I don't think he can be a number one. I think a, a two tops. Right. So. And to me, a two's not going to put him in my top five. And and I may there, have, I, I I may have just talked ones. him down my rankings by just us talking. <laughs> well, let's find let's find I, out I, I where think, else. I think you're wrong on that. I, I think he's got the ability to be a, a hit the button, Hux. Hit the button, Hux. Hey, if you're going to do it to well, me, I haven't you, hit it y'all need one for yourselves. This one? Yep. You don't, it, I must be the wrong one. It is. Oh, wrong it's one. been too long. Been long again, I, dro- I dropped him to four, but there was the guy I've got at three is again not not he is what he is. I'm not. Not disagreeing with you as far as like where your placement is. It's just we've got a slightly different opinion on him. So, where, so, okay, so Jefferson was your what arms? I had him at three and then I realized what because I, I didn't rank him. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. Well, let's go with that guy. Who's that guy then? T. Higgins. Okay. Okay. So that's, we went from two to three to four. Okay. So T. Higgins, he's actually your three and Jefferson at yeah, four yeah, then, yeah. right? So, um, Six six four, like the first guy who's over six two, uh, over six one out of my no, over six two out of the uh, top four. Um, man, he's a, a, just amazing at high pointing. He's underrated. He is in this draft. He's underrated. He would be he, he's, the number one he's guy. He's even in the draft more underrated because he didn't do anything at the combine. Right. Well, yeah. It's it's knocked him down. Like but I mean, look at the game tape. I oh, mean, no, I, everything I, you should need to fan. know. It, now, can we make arguments about his uh, his competition? Absolutely. All day, every day. But he pretty well performed against pretty well all competition at all, you know, at any time. The, my biggest knock on him is he's he's just slim. Like, he's kind of a light frame. But you know who else had a light frame? Has had a spectacular career? A.J. Green. I kind of saw some AJ Green and T Higgins as well, and I hate the generic comp, but I mean, I I still I kind of think he plays a little bit like DeAndre Hopkins as well. So T Higgins, like you said, slender. He's slender and smooth. Mm-hmm. What about a Devonte Parker? Parker's a little. I see Parker as a little more physical than that, just yeah, he, a little bit, and I I see T Higgins with better separation than Devonte Parker. So Devontae Parker, I think you know, I think they're neck and neck on going up and getting the ball. But I think T. Higgins is a little bit, little smoother, little bit more. I love how you have Devontae Parker as one of your bars now that you want to set. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it kind of cracks me up. I mean, mean, up until last year, he was a turd sandwich. No, but coming out, I mean, he was. Yeah, I know he was. He was top five receiving prospect, big prospect, middle of the first round. So him and Adams came out at the same time, didn't they? I believe so. Sounds right. But. T, you know, he's very instinctive at the point of attack. Good focus, good hands. He's a little bit of a strider as well. Uh, I think he does need to refine his route running a little bit. That's mm-hmm. why he's not up there with C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. But that could be coached up. I will tell you, and, and part of it, Trevor Lawrence is, you know, obviously going to be a, a really solid pro quarterback. Lawrence puts it at like nine foot six inches in the air you know what i mean just to the point to where my six foot four guy is going to be the one that comes down with it you know that it's worked for him but he's going to be playing the nfl with some some guys that have a great ball place, placement as well um hucks you have anything else you'd like to add to cd or to t um just i mean just for being six four two sixteen. i mean he's not the most physical guy so i mean i i think i literally that's one of the notes does he ever break a tackle? Question mark. 
I, I mean, just I, even even that, you'd think he would be a you know better. I mean, he's a good blocker, I guess, but mm-hmm. you think he'd be better. You think he would be able to put the strength for being that big. But I don't know if he has the strength. Well, that's, that's a crazy what, well, thing. I guess that's just you know, being six four two sixteen. You think he's a big strong guy. So. He's, he's strong guy. Built built more uh, Michael Jordan than you know than Josh yeah. Gordon. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But but you can't argue the film. You can't argue the production. I actually again, if if it wasn't for Judy and Lamb, he might be the top guy in the draft at the position. As you said, uh, me and you were talking on the way both of our way home from work. You said almost any other year we're talking about T Higgins as the number one receiver in. in any rookie draft just up. about any other year Most so i mean years. i think he's going to be a great pro i mean the size is there he obviously has produced for a long time i i, I like t higgins a lot he does like a little bit of the wow factor, and I think that's why he's not higher on most pundits' lists. It'll be interesting to see what, if he runs at his pro day and what what kind of time he puts up. Right. I, I personally think he's probably going to be a four or five or lower. I, I can't imagine him being you know at running a disappointing time. I think around four or five, four five five, four five five. Probably I figure four four five four five. Yeah. Now so. I'm going to jump ahead of you on this one because I don't want my guy no, to get ahead. lost in the shuffle too much. So we we've went through what top top three or four, four a piece. Yeah. I've kind of left my three out until getting through some of those higher consensus guys. But my number three, which I already know is lower on your list, but even though he's got the core injury, the game tape on Lavisca Chenault was I I was extremely impressed. The the biggest knock I put him at three regardless durability. Is mm-hmm. is going to be the knock because he has had durability issues. It's a little bit of a killer, but I mean, man, we're still talking about Tua with t- durability issues yep. as a top two guy. <laughs> I could not move Lavisca Chenault any lower than three. He's got burst. He's got great hands. He's a big, strong, physical receiver at six one two twenty seven. He looks like a running back out there. He looks like a running back. He is the best comparison to me in this class to Debo Samuel. I mean, he I like is it. he is strong. <laughs> He, but a bigger, bigger. A little bit bigger. Yeah. Eyes are always upfield. He's got good vision. He's shifty, hard as hell to bring down. And like Debo, a lot of snaps out of the backfield for LaVisca Chenault. They had yeah. no fear in handing that to him. Like Huck said, he looked like a running back. He ran on I, – I was watching some of his highlights. I mean, he was getting goal line carries. Goal line carries. I mean, he – yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, takes, he lined up all over the place for Colorado. He did. He takes contact on, like just head-on contact. He just he needs to work on the sharpness of his routes a little bit, and the durability is a little bit of a concern. Are you reading my notes? I don't know. Like, I'm reading my notes. Mother. Reminds hey, me a lot mother. of Debo in his running uh, running ability, a little rawer in route running. I'm like, just get out of here. Listen, I man, think Debo's a little faster than him though. I don't know. I want to say Debo's in the uh, four four range. I don't four, care three, about four, four. the times. I, I look at the field speed, and yeah. I think Chenault might have him with pads on by a hair. Like Chenault, I am super pumped about this guy if he can stay healthy. Number three for me all day. Yeah, a, he popped off the. He's tape. not that high, quite that high on my list, but you know, I've, I've been seeing you know Buffalo projected him, T Higgins. I'd be, I'd be ecstatic with either one of them guys. Oh, you should there be twenty two. For the sake of knowing, Neil also has Chenault as his number three. So I've got him at five. Okay, again, but again, we're right at this there, class, right? we're right there. Yeah, I, I will tell you as I'm reviewing tape, he was the number two guy, the second guy I watched, and I was like, well, I could just leave him right there. Um, far from perfect, though, right? Solid hands, hard runner, 
probably the hardest to tackle out of everyone on my list. Right. Like, he does not go down immediately. No. And he's, the, I mean... No. Now, really good versus contested catch. Just not just not a great route runner and i think that yeah that's that's, that's fixable yeah it's coachable yeah, but, it's but i mean coachable. but not even though it's coachable not everybody figures it yeah. out completely Absolutely. so you know but everything the tools are there obviously playing for colorado you know you don't hear of a ton of wide receivers from colorado really succeeding at the next level Who, who's the most off top of your head who is the biggest nfl star receiver that came out of colorado Cordell Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, they, there's, I can't, the name. There it, is someone. There was a, there was one that was drafted like first round high. Yeah, there was. Several years ago. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. We'll I don't find he, him. I don't believe he had a very successful career. Yeah, I don't career, think he did though. either. Here's what I'm going to say about Chenault, though. Okay. I feel like he's, if I'm going to draft him, I want to draft him as a weapon, not as just a wide receiver. Like, you he's he needs the ball in his hand you know what i mean uh, i saw something earlier was like his comp is percy harvin i'm like well they're entirely wrong you know but he is he's fits in the weapon category for me to where you don't just want to try to line him up and have him throw the ball you got to get it to him in different ways uh manufacture touches i guess is yeah. what, what i'm looking for the words i'm looking for gotcha but yeah we we got to find this color there's somebody on the tip on the tip Somebody, somebody from Colorado was a big time prospect, and I can't remember. But on to the next, uh, what? Who do we got next on here? Should we go? Let's talk about Henry Ruggs because Henry Ruggs is on a lot of consensus top three. I got him at number five, and I'm iffy on even having him at number five. To be honest, he's Let's my number five see. also. I've got him at seven. That's pretty low. See, Je- Jefferson Rugs were we're kind of all over the map on them as far now, as um, my six and seven are pretty interchangeable. Okay, like, I can literally move them back and forth and wouldn't feel the slightest bit bad about it. So, well, that being said, go yeah. ahead, take off no, on Rugs. Yeah. All right, yeah, Rugs is your uh, your five or six or whatever the hell he is. He is. He's he's fringe, but I've got him at five. All right, so basically, the what I see whenever I um, watch tape on Rugs, like. If every defender, you better actually have him because if you think you have him, you're wrong. Like it's whenever he stretches for a ball, he doesn't slow down. Whenever somebody else stretches to try to defend it, all like the next two steps, it's like the other guy wasn't moving. He has special speed, uh, four two seven. I mean, in addition to that four two seven, he's five eleven, um, forty two inch vertical to make up for his lack of height. 131-inch broad jump. So I believe that was tops of the wide receivers or near the very top. Um, Got a little bit of Hollywood to his game, you know, with that speed and shiftiness. Um, But I think he's probably a better route runner than a Hollywood Brown was. Yeah, I think so. Um, I agree with that. I I don't – I know this is going to sound counterintuitive, but I don't think he's as, um, like – jerky like quick twitch it's just everything he does looks a little more smooth um i i like him i i think he's going to end up as a fine pro but i feel like he's probably better cast as that elite level um elite level uh slot receiver that's kind of where i got him too go i'm interested to see how he does you know lined up you know you know man 
press coverage, somebody how he does because yeah. you know he you, he's moved around. You you guy you get the ball in space too. So I'm interested to see how he does. You know, with some of these bigger guys that are on right. him with I, his release and stuff. So 1995 yeah, was the I, year. I found it also. Rashawn Salam oh, comes Jesus out of Buffalo. Criminy. Comes out of Colorado. Plays for the Bears. His teammate Michael, Michael Westbrook. Westbrook. I was going to say Salam. Salam's running back. No, yeah, I was just yeah. wanting to say lead up to Michael Westbrook with Rashawn Salam, big time Colorado buff that busted, and Michael Westbrook same year, big time Co- Colorado Bay? buff. Green Bay. What Westbrook? No, Washington, Washington. Redskins. Okay. Who's Westbrook that played? Same year as Cordell Stewart. That was a big draft class for Colorado. No doubt. Stewart, uh, yeah, Colorado Cordell, Salam, Westbrook, <laughs> Christian Foria. To the, yeah, he well, was a big tight end prospect. What year was that again? 95. Man, did they have an NCAA back then? Like the game? Yeah, I think. Because that would have been absolutely nah, nasty to play with. I don't, I don't think that would have been on what, like Super Nintendo or something. Yeah, that would. I was going to yeah. say, that would be, uh, be dirty to play with that team. It would. Absolutely, just, just straight cheat code. Cheat code. So rugs, my 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 initial note was, oh my, exciting. He mm-hmm. is. He is. Dude's exciting. He makes crazy catches. Big hands. Big hands. Big old mitts. <laughs> the size is what always worries me. Five eleven's not crazy yeah. small. It's not. I mean, that's it like, really is. Beckham size. That's it, Antonio Brown size. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. I get that. But he he seems to play a little smaller. That's why uh, we compare him. Who were you comparing him to a second ago? Drinking that, Drinking sweet, that sweet sweet beer, sweet summer sweet nectar. Um, no, no, he's. I said he's a little Hollywood, but not right, quite as right. jerky. Now here's the thing about rugs. If somebody takes him and plays him similar, similarly to the to Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. this guy's a slant, a slant machine. I almost said slot machine. Can I tell you who he, he can be a slot machine? Can I tell you who he's not though? Who I don't think he's Tyreek Hill. No, he's not Tyreek Hill. I don't think he's Tyreek Hill. He's not a human joystick. Yeah, I, I don't see... I've got a guy on here that I've got human joystick written on. Whenever we talk about that, that when I, that's what I'm saying with the jerkiness. Like, Tyreek Hill's game is catch the ball, make seven people miss and go. You know what right. I mean? In you know in a four-by-four four area. But that's not Ruggs' game. Ruggs' game is find that the soft and just outrun everyone to the end zone. Right. And he, Ruggs' game's a little more John the, Ross. Deshaun Jackson? See, yeah, I thought Deshaun, that, John Ross. A lot of his routes are, you know, that short slant, and he just burns through everybody. I mean, you see, a lot of his highlights are just ridiculous. There's four people closed in on him, and he just, before they even get Split there, he's, he's seven yards downfield. Yep. Uh, I think he's a better route runner than Deshaun. I do, too. And, and I think that's what could make him exceed my expectations mm-hmm. for him is, those, is the route running. But, man, if teams utilize him in the slant – Utilize him out of the backfield, get him into space, but maybe he's more. Maybe he could be more. I wouldn't. I'm not docking him as the number five because I don't think he can be more. I just see guys with higher catch potential. I see 80, 90 catch guys. I see rugs of 70 to 80. I, there was another wide receiver that we all forgot about from Colorado. Uh-huh. Who? Jeremy Bloom. See that doesn't. He's the one really who the one who went me. to the Olympics for uh, skiing. I remember play, instead I remember of playing him. in the NFL, but I don't think he was. A, I think he was like a sleeper prospect yeah, instead he was. of like a big. Time. It, but I remember hearing about him a lot. Yeah, the speed. But rugs, I like him again. Miami drafts him. I'll be excited, but I just don't see 
the fantasy upside. I don't like the Hollywood Browns and John Rosses of the world. I understand Ruggs could be more. If I had to place a bet, I'd say he'll be better than both those guys, but I think his floor is currently the years that they've had. I, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. You know, the yeah. A lot of hype around him. Any there is. Shock, shock you at all if he's the first wide receiver taken? It would. Yes. Yeah, it would shock me. It won't shock me if he's a first rounder at all. Oh, I think he be, will be. Al Davis pick. is dead. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, there are a lot of coaches that say speed, 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 but man, it does not always translate. You're going to see the, the, if they draft him at 12 and he's the first receiver off the board, you're going to see that meme with the Crypt Keeper coming up like, take rugs! Get him. Put him. Pair him up with Michael Mitchell. Yeah, no doubt. No all right. Doubt. So, moving on. You. One of you, by all means, take it away. Hux? Uh, haven't got to my number three yet, which is Jalen Rager. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's my that's my guy next. Okay. So gotcha. Go where ahead. you where you got Rager listed just for the sake of knowing? So Ruggs was seven. I got Rager at six. Okay. I've got Rager at a tie, basically, for seven. Sorry. Well, I had to tie. When him. I said six and seven, like they're they're just interchangeable. Yeah, they are. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go seven A and seven B instead of seven and eight. All right, but, go on. Um, just you know, he's five eleven, two oh six. Weighed in, weighed in more than people were expected. You know, solid built guy. Ran a four four seven, which is slower than he expected, and I think what most expected. But you know, the game the game speed. It's you watching film. He he looks a lot faster than he a four four seven. I mean, good vertical guy. Just you know, he's a playmaker. I mean, the, and the confidence this guy has. I mean, this dude is nonstop on Twitter. I mean, this guy talks a good game. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it shows too. But yeah, you know, I'm ex- He's an exciting guy. I'm looking forward to. He he's a very exciting guy. Again, I'm going to repeat myself so much. But if Miami drafts him, I'm going to be jumping up and down. What I wrote down for him was I literally drew a lightning bolt. You see that? I see that. I wrote electric, and then I wrote Tyreekish. Yeah, because you want to make a comp. This is the closest we've get we've got to Tyreek in the draft. I think my comp that I told you earlier is Steve Smith on him. Yeah, I see okay. Steve Smith, and, and, and I like Jay that. Rager. I like that too. But he's very like. Rager just makes people miss out yeah, of nowhere. He's shifty. It, yeah, he's creative. He, I mean, yeah, he can get deep. He can he can play all along the field as well. And he can get up. Yeah, he can. The yeah. kid's got hops. I mean, he's he's catching jump balls over uh, over DBs that are two inches taller than him. Like he's he's just impressive. I mean, I don't have you know you know a projection on where he's going to go as far as. I think he'll be the sixth to seventh best production receiver in this this draft class. But man, it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden he's a twelve thirteen hundred yard receiver in a year or two. No, yeah. not at all. I think a, a team like the Eagles would be a great a good place for him to go and ruin his career. Are you right. kidding me? Come on, Eagles. Yeah. When is the last it's time they, it's who they need? Man. It's, it's who they need. It ain't who they're going to use. They need all kinds of guys <laughs> at wide receiver. They so somebody might be good. It, it is. They need I, Judy. Wide they need Jefferson. <laughs> they need rugs. Yeah. They need, yeah. They need uh, just. They just need wide receivers. They need people they to do. catch that damn ball. It, somebody other than a tight end to catch the ball. They got two of those. Yep. Odd to say, but I, I, Jalen Rager would sure make the Browns a lot better. See, 
Yeah, I don't know about that, but I mean, it's it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not don't a Browns know. fan. Just he, saying. He I mean, I, I don't expect both those LSU three. guys to stay yeah. there. But. He, no, I His mean, if, if they, if they move on from Odell, then yeah, sure. I would like to see Rager versus Ruggs with pads on. I know that sounds stupid. We will eventually. No, I'd like to see them running in a 40 against each other with pads on. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I think that game speed Rager might be faster than Ruggs. Strength has a lot to do with that, man. Strength has a lot to do with that. So, anything else on Rager? Is Not, it Rager or Rieger? Rager. Rager. That's, okay, that's what I thought. Just, again, I'll, I'll preface with he, depending on draft position, he could move into my top three or four easily. Okay. Just like a lot of guys on this list. Go ahead. We probably have the same number eight. Okay. Michael Pittman Jr.? Michael Pittman Jr. is actually my number six. What? I got Michael Pittman Jr. as my number six. Well, you like him way better than I do. You talk about him. Okay, so. I like him, but I don't even have him wrote down. Here's my thing with Michael Pittman Jr. I did, sorry to cut you off. I did see that he was working out with Josh Allen today. I believe that was today, so. So, so Michael Pittman Jr. It's every what, receiver it's what they need. I know every receiver you love. We got it. You're, I know. you're a bill that you Listen, you Buffalo need them need, all. Buffalo needs a big bodied receiver that can complement the speedy John Brown, and Pittman fits the mold. He does. I don't know about big, big. I mean, well, he's, I mean he's, he's good size, but yeah. I he he's a little kind of a little slender looking four. as well. He's six four, yeah, but he's two twenty three. Yeah, he could be just big dude. He might be the strongest receiver in this whole class. Oh, and that's him what, and Chenault are head and head. Let, head. let me get there. All right. Whatever. Okay. So, so as as far as watching him on tape and looking at his physical build, his height is imposing, mm-hmm. but I, his build isn't imposing to me. Okay. So he's six four, two twenty three. Yeah, that's big, but he's not rocked up. He's not super toned. He's not super cut up, and you don't have to be. You, you don't have to be. Not everybody has to be DK Metcalf. Yep. But if he he could, he could, if he got a little stronger, he could jump up these rankings again to me. And he is strong. So you had the lightning bolt written on your guy. I got a heart written on this guy. I want this guy in Miami so bad. Jesus Christ! You can't have all the wide receivers. I want one of them. I want one of these top seven or eight guys. So I'm just sitting there like, give me Judy or Lamb. You're like, I will take any freaking of these ten I will. guys. I absolutely will. But listen, here's why I love Michael Pittman. I couldn't rank him any higher than six because he he doesn't have the same route running ability or speed or things that pop out on tape that are like this elite quality, but what he is is a freaking football player, man. He's long like Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He's good with the high point. He's go up longer and snag than it. Jefferson. Yeah. Stiff arm. Dude stiff arms people. He fights hard for everything. Ball adjustment was fantastic. He blocked punts. He's a special teams ace. He does it all. He's sound at everything. There's no massively elite quality but a coach is going to absolutely love Michael Pittman. His awareness is probably up there with the top two guys, in my opinion, like aware of where the ball is, aware of where it's going, changing from the back shoulder to flip it around. If it's thrown a little off route, he runs a full route tree. And again, he would be higher than six if it wasn't for the fact that he's not super fast. He's not always wide open. He actually... My worry with him, 
is the same worry with Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker doesn't get clearly open. Neither does Michael so Pittman. You want, so you want two of them on the Dolphins? Yeah. Shut up. So, so same name guy. <laughs> so Michael Pittman doesn't get clearly open, but he is very aware of where the ball is, and those long arms, he can pick it away from another from a defensive back. So to me, it doesn't matter that he doesn't have elite speed, elite separation. He's I can't a football wait player. He's going to fight for everything he's got. And you're complaining for like three years. Then all of a sudden, he's decent. Like like uh, five years, four years, and the fifth year, fifth year breakout is, is Devontae Parker. So I would complain about Pittman for four. <laughs> and then Parker's already gone by the time Pittman develops. So anyhow, right. I here, love Michael Pittman. Like I I love him to the point to where he's the most he's the most NFL. This this kid already plays like he's in the NFL. He. Listen, let me finish. You got your mouth dropped wide open. This is a football player. This is not your star wide receiver. This is not your – this is a guy everybody's going to talk about respecting because he'll do anything the coach asks for and he'll do it well. That's why I love him. Okay. So what I've got written down, love the hands. Strong, fast, solid routes. Personally, I think he tests better than he looks on the field. Okay. And that you, you basically said the same thing. He's never clearly open, but at you know with four five two with the thirty six and a half inch vertical and that one hundred twenty one inch broad jump, like he's explosive, but he doesn't look that explosive on the field. Right. He just looks to be just right ahead of everybody. Like he, uh, hell of an athlete, solid route runner, but he like he he just doesn't make anybody miss. It. I don't even think he tries. No, I mean, to. His, no, he don't try. He, 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 lacks, field. he lacks like his acceleration isn't the best. He's not really an elusive guy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, great hands, he's physical. I didn't he, jump out of my seat watching him, yeah. but I respected every oh, it, every single play that I watched of him. I had massive respect for him. He's got a nice safe floor in my He knows opinion. exactly which di- which direction he needs to go. He does not go side to side. There's like I don't think he takes a single juke after he catches the ball. It's like no. I need to go straight. Now, that's not always a bad thing. He wants to run through you, but not not with like bruiser attitude, just enough to get by. Stiff arm to get by, get the extra yards. This guy is the prototypical possession receiver. He is. That's exactly correct. You might he might have games to where he catches 12 balls. That's what Buffalo needs. It is. <laughs> I, it is. Michael Pittman would be a great fit with Buffalo. Oh what? We can't say what our teams need. No, no, you, I mean, you're it, saying the Raiders. We, oh, listen, I only want two we guys. Want Judy. You guys we want 27. We yeah, but you want the two want best. Them all. We're yeah, happy I do. With, I'm in a position I mean, to draft him. He needs a quarterback. These wide receivers. These wide receivers are like fucking Pokemon. I want to catch them catch all. Catch them all. All right, I just read a comparison. You couldn't catch any of them. I can't They're say fast. I, no, I couldn't. I can't say I agree or disagree. in this class. I saw a comparison for Pittman and Dwayne Bow. What do you think? I that's not terrible. What, one season. It's not terrible. One season, Dwayne Bow. Except Michael Pittman, I th- I think. Can I get does, your opinion? I don't care about yours. My, I think he does a lot more than what Dwayne Bow was willing to do. So I mean, I I don't. Is it, is he is he more Dwayne Bow? Is he more sitting in your eyes? Yeah. I don't yeah. see. I don't see. They Sydney basically Rice. did the same thing. They had like one season. I don't see Sidney Rice though. I could see Bo. Bo's a physical guy. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine a Dwayne Bo with uh, Patrick Mahomes? Good Lord. Because he was a physical guy. He just, you know, just didn't produce. Anyhow, um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like that comp though. I will say. Well, yeah, I, but you know, it, it may not be wrong because he doesn't get, as Bark said, definitively open. He's just open enough and wins the contested catch. So. Three one thousand yard seasons. Who, Bo? Yeah. Out of how many? A fifteen touchdown season. Out of how many? I didn't say he was a fucking Hall of okay. Famer. Okay, I just want to make sure that up. Oh, you're saying drop, one drop an F bomb. You're saying one season. Just, he said he said he was good one year. Okay, he's good three years out of. He had four years over seventy catches. I mean, out of like twenty seven years in league. Whatever. Uh, I'm gonna no, give was, you. I'm gonna give you my lazy. Basically eight years in the league. I'm gonna give you my lazy comp on Pittman Jr. I think he, I think he has a ceiling of Jordy Nelson. I don't think it's a lazy comp. I think it's a good comp. I think he has the ceiling of Jordy Nelson, and I, and I mean, I, a 1500 yard receiver is a pretty damn good ceiling. Yeah, it is. I, I just I think he could get there based off the fact that football player is going to do what it takes. So hold on, he's coach is going to respect him, give him chance. I'm sorry, I just pulled up Jordy Nelson's numbers because you're dogging Dwayne Bow. 1450 yards or so. Okay, yeah, Nelson wasn't great for a long period of time. In his he played ten years. Okay, Bo played nine, but his one year was only seven. He only had like sixty more catches in his career. How many more yards do you have? Like fifteen hundred. 1,500 more yards, so a whole season's worth of extra production. And he had more touchdowns. What I'm saying, he had four 1,000-yard seasons compared to Bo's three. I mean. But what what, what about the middle? Like, the, those right he after He also the had thousand. fucking Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. God, Hux. I'm sorry. Who'd Dwayne Bo have? Trent Green? <sighs> Which he's, is good. Well, I guess. Jesus Christ. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Am I wrong? Was it Trent, was I must Trent, be the wrong one. Good job, Hux. Get out of here. <laughs> I can't. I owned the place. Uh, what, what was it? Was it Trent Green? Trent Green. Like, are we Trent talk, Green was pretty good. He, are we talking about like he for, had he had for, spurts for, of being? Are we good. talking about former NFL MVP Trent Green? I think he was with the Rams. What? I don't know. If or he was at least in consideration. What? Whatever, he was with good. the Rams, dude. He was like passing leader. Oh well, yeah, and then Kurt Warner came. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Warner. I listen. I'm not saying that he was Jesus Christ better than anybody. I'm just saying, yeah. All right. Had some great statistical seasons. Who's next? Who's next? Michael Pittman. I love him. You guys seem to like him okay. I like him. I, I wouldn't be disappointed with him. I just, I, when you were talking about, who were you talking about just a minute ago, said they're more number two. I think you said Justin Jefferson's more number two. I did. I think Michael Pittman's a number two. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But I think he does, I think he could surprise and turn into somebody's number one. I think it's unlikely. But the safe floor translates to rock solid number two. And I, they don't they don't have the same game, but I I feel like he's in the him being a number one is like Robert Woods trying to be a number one. Like you're not really in the one. right offense. You you could have that same Rams effect or that same Tampa Bay effect. But we saw know. what happens whenever they try to make him. You know, whenever he's in uh, Buffalo. Well, it's Buffalo. It was Buffalo. I mean, it's Buffalo. Sammy Watkins. Uh, had Zay the best Jones. year of his career there. Yeah, I'm just saying, Buffalo. There's. I mean, Robert Woods had 90 catches. When's the last year? time there was 86 a last year? Over a thousand yards both years. When was my, the last time there was? Is, but he wasn't, he's a he's a one one a with Cooper Cup. When is the last time there was a sustainable wide receiver in Buffalo? Like multiple years of John high production. Brown. <laughs> multiple years of high production. Andre Risen. Uh, Andre Reed. Whatever. Same thing. Probably, Rise, Risen was Falcon one. 
Anyways, like moving Brown on. Probably Evans. Someone give me a wide receiver. <laughs> Someone give me a wide receiver name. Let's let's move how about, it on. How about your guy, KJ Hamler? Uh, my guy? Isn't that your guy? No, he's not my guy. You I mentioned thought. him. Yeah, I did mention him, but he's a guy that I've got lower on my list. Now, granted, I've got him listed as that joystick. Mm-hmm. He's that guy with Tyreek Hill upside, but I don't think. Is it like 5'7"? Five, 5'9", five, 178. But I don't think he gets there. I don't sure think he not. is Tyreek. I don't I think, think he was five seven. I think he's I think very. He was five nine. He's think, right. He's a mix between John Ross and Tyreek Hill, and it it could go either way. So I've got it. I've got him at number ten on my list because I'm not sold. I don't like the size. It doesn't have a great track record in the NFL as far as catch volume and consistent production in the end zone. I, I agree with you 100%. The problem that I have with him is it, it, you're going to get a touchdown or nothing. You yeah, know what I mean? That's why I got him and at that's, 10. That's frustrating. Whenever or we're talking. he could surprise. He could. I mean, he's got the talent. I'm not knocking him on talent. I just... The, the Julian Edelman types exist, right? You know, like the guys who are just quick twitch and get across the middle and then go. Right. But I don't know if he's that. I don't know if uh, he's, you know, Tyreek. I I don't know what he is because there's – I know it sounds horrible because there's not a million of them, but there's a lot of these guys in the NFL that just don't pan out. Right. You know, if you're going to take – Especially small speeds. Yeah, if you're going to take a chance, take a chance on the six four guy because yeah. that's the one that you're more likely to have the uh, breakout guy than this five four guy. Right. And I, I've got it. Man, that's good lead-in for after we're done with Hamlin, Hamler because I've got a guy – I've got a tall guy you take a chance on, but Hamler – Unless he's unless he's Tyreek, I just don't see the reason to draft him outside of. I, I mean, third third round in dynasty drafts is kind of where I'm looking at. If KJ Hamler falls, I'll take a stab to see if he puts Tyreek like. I like the Edelman comparison because I think he could be a perfect replacement yeah. for Edelman there. I will add he was solid against Okuda in college. That's I mean, he's, saying a, he's a good route runner. He's yeah. a good you know. Run after catch guy. So, I mean. Yeah. Will he get lost in the shuffle a little bit in the NFL? That's what I worry about. Possibly. Or he could absolutely be one of those, you know, plug and play 90 catch guys. Big time boomer bust. 11, 1200 yards a season. You're ne- never going to lead the league, but, you know, have a great season year after year. So, all right. Who's your next guy? My next guy is Denzel Mims. Okay. Granted. Bit of a combine star, but he was on the radar before the combine anyways. This is another big-time boomer bust guy. I think watching Denzel Mims's film, he's got really impressive body control. Dude made a catch against Iowa State that did pick me up out of my seat. I stood up. Look mm-hmm. it up. The catch at Iowa State where he contorted his body and came back for the ball in the end zone – Really impressive. Played pretty good competition. Doesn't really lose focus. I saw a lot of focus on the ball whenever he was going up for I know a lot of receivers do that, but I kind of see a little extra with him. I had a hard time. Did you say loses focus? No. Okay. Does not lose focus. I'm like, are we watching the same thing? Because the kid's a hell of a ball tracker. He's a hell of a ball tracker. I I could not stop watching the highlights on this kid and the lowlights. I couldn't stop watching because I don't see a lot of room. He could be a bust, 
But man, if there's anybody out of this draft, he's 6'3", 210. He's plenty fast. He's got all the skills that you're looking for in a wide receiver. But again, you know he ran. There's, there's nothing. It was low. Four three eight. Yeah. Four three eight. Yeah. yeah. At six three two ten. If there's anybody in this class, in my opinion, that's going to be the next Kenny Galladay, it's Denzel Mims. Man, four, the next guy that out of camp, someone's like, this kid is super impressive. Dude, four three eight's like Calvin Johnson speed. Like, that, that's incredible. Now I don't think he's Calvin he's not, Johnson, yeah, Johnson level. He's not as big as big Johnson. or refined or this yeah. or that. Or Hard that. to say anybody's the next Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but. we'll find it eventually. But he ain't. But yeah, no, he's, he's good. Is. He's you know he's good at contesting the ball in the air. Physical. I mean, he's a physical guy. He's pretty solid blocker. Yeah, I mean he could be a bust. I mean, I you know I'm not 100 percent sold on Denzel Mims, but I I think I said who I want to make 100 percent sure. I had Pittman at six because I just love the way he plays. My tie for seven with Rager was Denzel Mims. Okay. I just see a massive amount of upside in this guy. But he could also be Ramsey's Barden. Uh, no, he's definitely better than Ramsey's yeah, Barden. He should be. He's not Ramsey. But I just I saw a lot of Galladay to his game. And I, I just remember that year Galladay came out. Lions camp. Everybody was raving about this. What would what, what, uh, Galladay get drafted? Fifth? Yeah, Fifth round or something like that? pretty low i don't know what it is lambert could tell us lambert he was on the he was online watching hopefully he can tell Didn't us they, but i feel like they drafted another wide receiver that year probably roy williams or something i don't know charles <laughs> rogers <laughs> rest rogers. in peace but uh, i, I really williams, love denzel BMW. mims out of all the tape i watched denzel Mim, mims was the guy i was most excited about doesn't mean i think he's the top prospect third round super ex- who galladay yep but Where denzel mims and denzel mims will probably be a third uh, rounder uh, northern illinois yeah, Northern um, Illinois Huskies. Woo. So but love Mims. I like Mims as well. Um, do have him as I mean, I think I'm on my tenth guy at this point. So I have no, I have him as nine. I had Ham, I have Hamlers my ten. Um, but yeah, everything you said seems to be open a lot. There's some questions, right? We have questions about the ability for any Big Twelve team to defend. Yeah, well, he needs to clean his routes up a lot. He needs coached up. Yeah, I'm. Mean, all, the athleticism is absolutely all there. Yep. Um, the the natural ability to catch, and I mean, once again, I've, we talked about this last year. You want to f- find something difficult, put on a helmet, put on shoulder pads, and let someone throw over your shoulder. See how hard that is, and the kid just does it over and over again effortlessly. So I, lo- I love him. I, I'm really intrigued. He's a guy I'm targeting in dynasty drafts, big time because he's. The name is is not – he's probably going to be a back-end of the second-round guy in Dynasty drafts. Yeah, I, can see I that. will take him all day at the back-end of round two, depending on the landing spot. If he lands with a team that's already got a couple really good established wide receivers, I'm going to be a little little more hesitant and hope he drops to the third. But I don't know. I mean, if, we, if let's say he goes to like, – I'd love to see him on, on like the Colts. Because he's yeah. something they don't have. Yes, absolutely. So, I, perfect that, for me. Just off the top of my head, that'd be the perfect spot. For they me. they need a guy like other that. other than they, you know, obviously Buffalo or Miami or right, Oakland or right. Las Buffalo Vegas, or Miami is the perfect landing spot, right, Hux? <laughs> yeah, but I'd be happy yeah. with a Denzel Mims in Buffalo. A Colts landing like what spot. Round makes are you, sense. How many how many tri- <laughs> picks are you going to have in the first three? Miami's rounds? got enough to make it happen. 
Yeah, they got they're that actually good. good. But unfortunately, that's one of their lower needs, even though they need a guy. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, they got Preston Williams. Wait, speak, speaking of that one, um, for everybody who forgot who Preston William, Williams is, go try to trade for him. Undrafted free agent. That's yes. who he was. Yeah, Dude, just, definitely. Uh, put up big stats. Yep. I've got one more I'd like to talk about. And you sent me the sh- the tape on this guy. I had actually never heard of him. I've got another guy too that deserves to be in the top ten convo after you're done. So, is it, uh, you got anyone else you'd like to add, Hux, or we no, get all your top ahead. ten? There's one more, but go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, I mean, you're going to talk about. I have a couple more guys, but you're okay. going to talk about one of them. Antonio uh, yeah. Gandy Golden. Yeah. Um. So four six speed. You know, watching the tape on him, you know, like he's amazing at catching in traffic, like. It's incredible. And then when you watch the tape on him again, you wonder, why the hell is he always catching in traffic? Separation. He doesn't. Right. He just doesn't. And Very Devontae-like. 4-6. That's my Devontae comp right there. I got to looking because I'm like, something's off about this guy. You know, he's he's an athlete. He's a good athlete. He's strong. He's uh, coming down every time with these. Um, But he's not separating against even inferior competition like is he going to be anything at the next level it's yeah big time boom or bust i'm going to be honest with you guys i'm starting to like get some distaste in my mouth for him because whenever what was the big knock on dk metcalf route running lateral agility right that too which is it goes into route running DK ran a four three three, I think it was four three eight. I mean, stupid fast. This guy runs a four six. DK's three cone was a seven three eight. This guy's is a seven three three. Almost as bad. That twenty yard shuttle that DK got basically tore up about four five. Andy Golden's is a four five five. Right. He's going to be a project. I mean, he's going to have to correct some things, but there's talent there. This is your Ramsey's Barton. Very well. Very well could be. Yeah. Very well could be. You but again. An intriguing guy in the third or fourth round of dynasty drafts. Back into the third. Absolutely, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm going to tell you, this is someone that I target, target late. I don't expect much, you know. But I, this is this is just a name to look out for. Just don't be don't be too upset if you uh, if you miss on him. Good guy for the sleeper episode. Yeah. Now, Hux, before you go, I only got one guy left. You can go that's through all, your two. That, no, that's all I got. I had two, and he just talked about one. So okay, Brandon Ayuk. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I, I imagine I imagine that was both of our guy there, yep. uh, six foot two oh six. Uh, he's the thing I watched about Brandon Ayuk that I really liked was for a wide receiver, once the ball's in his hand, very subtle movements to wiggle out of tacklers' oh, yeah. he's, arms. He's mm-hmm. a playmaker, like Jonathan I mean, yeah. Taylor. I kind of look at this guy as like, man, this guy is playing a Jonathan Taylor-like game at the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. considered the yards-after-catch king in college football last year. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, again, Taylor, yards-after-contact. Brandon Ayuk, yards-after-catch. Th- this guy's the, uh, to me, perfect slot wide receiver to draft in this year's draft as far as value goes. Big enough, fast enough. and Big enough, fast enough. He needs to get a little more physical. But this is a great guy for the slot that you can get it at not top slot guy prices. And he could pay huge dividends. Mm-hmm. So this could be Jarvis Landry, like I've said his name a couple times. But it could be that kind of return on investment. I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. Nothing elite there, but plenty of speed. Great guy to throw in the slot. If he lands on the right team, he's going to be a pretty good player in the league. 
Yeah, I agree. He's a like I said, he's a playmaker. He could be a he he can be a special teams guy. You know, get the ball in his hands. He's gonna he's gonna take it to the house. I mean, open yeah. field. This I mean, he only ran. I mean, he ran a four or five, but he plays much faster. He does. He I definitely mean, much does. faster. Yep. And I have him at number eight, just for comparison's sake. I, I have him at number eight. I, I believe fantasy production could possibly be there as an eighty catch guy ceiling, eighty catch guy. Do you think he's a an uh, impact immediately guy though? No, well, and I don't think dep- Andy Golden is. I just wanted to talk about him because we talked about him uh, briefly on. Another it depends show. on how, what team, where he goes and how they use him. Right, like if Julian Edelman were to get hurt and the Patriots bring in Brandon Ayuk, and Tom Nasty. Brady comes back, yeah, instant impact. Okay. But otherwise, there's not a lot of teams that I think he's instant impact on. But there's a handful that I think he would be. Yeah, I like you. I said, I think he could be. A, yeah, he's gonna punt returner, kick returner guy. Yeah. That too. So, but when we're talking about punt return, kick return guy, and I mean, unless they prove that they are special, you're pushing borderline worthless for fantasy purposes, though. Well, yeah, fantasy wise, no. But I'm talking about making an impact year one. Okay. It could be special teams. I'm just double checking to see where your head's at on these guys. Very intriguing. So that's it. We got any more? I don't think we do. I do not have any more right. at this point. We will. The sleeper episodes are going to be pretty massive because there's plenty of guys to talk about and throw into that. Uh, obviously, we are going to touch on more quarterbacks, more running backs, more wide receivers. Oh, yeah. Next week, uh, I imagine we'll talk a little bit of tight ends, maybe some defensive guys with those tight ends. I wasn't sure whether it was, uh, we were going to do that or do tight ends and maybe hit up just the last two or three, four wide receivers. We could probably do that as well. So. But a lot of good talent, wide receiver-wise, in this class. And, man, there there's a lot. I want Miami to draft all these guys. <laughs> Just take them all. Yeah, I think this is another draft that you could see five to seven go first round. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, it, Ooh, that's a lot. It, it wouldn't shock me if nine, like eight to nine guys went in the first round in the receiver class. I disagree with that 100%. Listen to Todd McShay. The, the dude says he could see eight to nine do it, and I like. Nah. I, let's go through. As I look through, through it, I can see it happen. Quick. Judy yep. Lamb yep. Rugs, yes. Yep. T Higgins probably. There's Judy Lamb Rugs Higgins. Rager. There's four Rager. I don't think Rager's a first rounder. Justin Jefferson. I don't Chenault. think. I don't think Jefferson's Chenault, a first rounder. Well, Schnault would have been. I think that was that the injury that he could knock him down. He was fringe. I think the second round is going to be chock full of wide receivers. But you look at Pittman. He could get. He could no. get in the end. No. The end of the first round. No. No. Wait, Ted Ginn uh, Jr. was a first round draft pick. I said yeah, five, Miami, five, 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 five. Miami made some terrible picks back in the day. I named a list of guys that were drafted in 2004 after Larry Fitzgerald, and the only one that any of us could freaking name or repeat at this kid time is Larry Fitzgerald, Lee Evans. Oh, and Lee Evans, yeah, and Michael Jenkins. Actually, Reggie and Roy Williams, but just because they're legendarily trash. I'm going to put the maximum first-round wide receivers at five. It, man, I don't know. It's a special I, class. I said five. five to seven. Seven, I mean, I think might be pushing, but five for sure. I think this could be the most receivers ever taken in the first round. Five. Yeah. Eager to see. Yeah. How many? Let's put a number on it. Just this is your gamble. I, I'm gonna, five. I'm going to – I'm going to – Tie the record at seven. Okay. I'll six. I'll meet you right in the middle. Five, six, and seven. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. 
if you want to check out some fun videos, uh, we're getting ready to do some back row reaction videos. Those are always a good time and on the, YouTube. The Bills and the Dolphins drafting every freaking receiver this year. Yeah, so. every, it, was a, it was just one. Just everyone, one. everyone, I'm I like after, a lot of them. Damn good 2020 draft for us, Hux. Yeah, damn good draft. Everyone, I'm after Jerry Judy. You can have every. If I get Judy or Lamb, you can have the rest. Yeah. Not, Buffalo drafts 22nd. They're not going to get Lamb or Judy. So again, if you want right. to tip your hat into the ring, throw your hat into the ring as a podcaster join the back row network just send a sample of you talking about your favorite team to bark at backrowfantasyshow.com we've got seven or eight teams already taken uh i will go ahead and go through those teams real quick before signing off miami probably the bills the packers the patriots the eagles the browns they're taken uh packers are already taking john eddie i'm sorry packers are taken by aaron yakel of the fantasy trenches so the giants the giants are taken by dan rosier so rest of the teams cowboys are are taking do you say cowboys Cowboys are taking yes sorry stoops take one uh stoops has not no damn it stoops so there you go (laughs) the jets are now taken by john eddie thank you john appreciate that a ton him and his buddy's going to do that did you say the eagles are taken eagles are taken by bauer i knew that i knew it was bauer but i didn't know you said it so join the background network, talk about your favorite team, send a sample. Uh, Lions are almost close to gone. Working with a guy I'm really, really uh, happy to work with on that one. So send a sample over, bark at Check out the show on Twitter at The Back Row Show, at Arms Back Row, at Huck's Back Row, at Bark Back Row. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Good night. See you. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.